Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is January 18th. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy New PC has been conducting Zoom or conference calls from past 11 years, uh, 12 years, actually. Uh, if you have any questions, please uh, uh, fill out a Google Sheet. Those people who fill out a Google Sheet will get the response faster. Sai Teja. Uh, hey, uh, Rahul. I have posted my question in the uh, sheet. One second. I have change of status from um, B2 to H1B. My B2 is still pending, but my H1B good. Is there any concern that I should have to be aware? If any chance they get the, um, if I, if I any chance they get the B2 approval though, you may have to go to Mexico and come back. Okay. okay. If if you may have to go, to, just go, go to Mexico and come back on H1B because they always say that the last the last one last action rule comes into picture they say you are on b2 it's a confusion it's a gray area to clear that you may have to go to the mexico or come back okay next person please okay uh, one one more uh, question rahul so mm-hmm. uh, i will i be uh, receiving any approved receipt for b2 and the and what is the validity for that normally they may approve it they may deny it if they deny it you're good if they approve it the validity will be normally six months period. And if they approve it, you may have to go outside the country and come back in. Okay? okay. Next person, okay. please. Okay. Thanks. You don't need a visa to go to Mexico and, uh, and come back to United States. But to go to Mexico, you may need a Mexican visa. Vinayak, go ahead. And Saiteja, if possible, get a Mexican visa though. Vinayak, go ahead. Vinayak, Vinayak doesn't want to speak. Go to the next person. Shruti, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Alberta? Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, ma'am. Oh, perfect. So my question is on the stats in the application for the I-539 online. Uh, what is the process in doing that? And is that faster than doing the mail option? I- I-539 is filed for many different things, ma'am. Which visa you're planning to file it? So from H-1B to a visitor visa? Yes, you can file it online, ma'am. Okay. And okay. Um, you can file online. Faster process than the mail uh, it's okay. easier. It's easier and faster process than mail. Yes, it's easier and faster process both. Okay? okay. What we recommend is try to fill out online though. If you feel you have any questions on that, then you can actually have a consultation with a lawyer. Word and fill out online. But if you are filing, I would strongly recommend file online. Do not file manually because if there are any errors though it will not take your application, the online application. So you will solve those problems if you have any errors. Okay, next person, please. Lahari? Yeah. 
Uh, I just posted my question in the One second. Let me look into it, okay? Sure. Um, good morning. Uh, I am on STEM OPT right now. I work full-time for company A right now. And they're prepared to submit the H-1B for the forthcoming cap. However, I fear that I could lose my job in the following months. I, unfortunately, the same firm approves my H-1B. I choose premium processing. Can I immediately switch to another company with the H-1B clearance before October 1st? That's a very good question and good question you're asking me right now, though. Here is the, here is the rule, though, okay? Okay. If they've, if, first thing is that go ahead and get the H-1B approval in premium processing, man. It's in your best interest, okay? Okay. Second thing is that if you, if they withdraw the H-1B before a and if the USCIS acknowledges a withdrawal before October 1st, Technically speaking, you are not counted toward the H-1B number. Okay. You got that? So uh, you mean now, I can't before October 1st? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Oh, sorry, continue. Yeah, so if they withdraw the H-1B before October 1st and USCIS acknowledges it before October 1st, mm -hmm. that is going to create a problem for you. But if they withdraw, if they don't withdraw it, or if the USCIS acknowledges this after October 1st, we can claim that you are, you are on H-1B from October 1st. You can't transfer the H-1B before October 1st, but you can transfer the H-1B after, on or after October 1st. Okay. Okay. Uh, so uh, what is a withdraw and a transfer? What is the difference? So my company you, might draw if I am applying for a transfer. If you if if they let you go, they may withdraw the H one B application. Oh, okay. Now let me tell you right now what is what you what you need to do. Get the H one B in premium processing. If you lose the job at that point of time, consult a lawyer. That would be very good to plan at that time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Thank Next you. Next so person, much. please. Hi, hi, uh, Rahul. I you are on H1B till May 2024. Uh, that means your H1B is valid until May. Got laid off waiting on my advance parole receipt notice, GC. Are you the main applicant, Trisha, or are you the dependent on the 485? I am the main applicant. What happens to my H-1B if I use EAD? Can I rename EAD on my own? What happens to my green card process if I go to India? If you use the EAD and if you want to come back to H-1B, ma'am, you have to file, the company has to file a H-1B. You have to go to go outside the country, get the H-1B mm -hmm. stamping and come back. Mm -hmm. okay. Can you renew the EAD by yourself? Absolutely you can. When you say you are going to, you're going to go to India, are you going to visit India? Are you going to move no. to India? Uh, move to India with a, with like a MNC job. Uh, if, like, you know, the fan companies have jobs in India. So I was wondering if I will like, you know, take a try, try to go there. Um, Trisha, Trisha, mm -hmm. you've been in this country for 12 years. Mm -hmm. Getting the green card is very tough. This is not the right time for you to go. Okay. 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 Get the yeah, damn like I, green card I, I, and get rid of me in mm -hmm. your life. 
Okay. Yeah, I got laid off from Google. So they are offering position in Hyderabad. So I was considering that and I wasn't sure if that's a good move. Hence yeah, asking. because then you will be, you will be abandoning the green card application completely though. Completely got you. Got you. Okay. So if, uh, I'm sorry, I just adding one more question. Can I be on a tourist visa while I'm waiting on, uh, no, like while I'm using? No, no. Okay. No. All no, right. Thank you. No. Okay. Okay. You may want to save your green card, though. You may have to join some company as soon as possible. As soon as possible. You need to first, okay. As soon as possible. Okay. Any company. And you, you can join an EAD. I mean, there's no need for you to maintain the H1B. Okay. 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 Got you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Next, next person, please. Some please. Hi, Rahul. I people know. here and moving... Moving the people to India. That's good to India. <laughs> Simply go ahead. Employer has filed multiple H1Bs and later people received a notice of intent to revoke. And it transferred me to an internal, uh, some some other company after after some days. H1B got approved and the old H1B was revoked 180 days ago. Employer withdrawn. So my employer is asking me to go for a single filing this year again so that in future he would have no issues. What do you suggest? Ah. Well, definitely go for it. He knows problems much more extensively than you know about him. The reason we don't know what kind of activities this guy was involved in. Yes, Rahul. So uh, if I go for a single filing this year, my uh, the, the approved H-1B will not be affected in any possible way, right? If you go for a single, if you get the lottery, uh, if you get into the lottery and got selected in the lottery though, you will have yeah. to answer the question whether you are on the H-1B or not before. Yeah. How you are going to answer it, you'll have to say that this is a fraudulent H-1B at that point of time. So when you file the H-1B, it may affect you. What are you going to say? What visa status? If you're in H-1B, why are you applying H-1B? You see my point? Yeah. Yes. Yes, Rahul, I see. So, so I it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big question at that point of time whether you should file, you should not file the H-1B at that point of time. But for now, go and get in the lottery though. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Sure, sure, Raul. Yeah. Next person, please. Madhavi. Uh, hey, hi, Rahul. I have posted the question. Uh, I was planning to move for the H-4 EAD uh, while my husband is going for the extension in the next month. Um, mm -hmm. so while we are going with the extension so that I can, uh, I, actually I was on H1B, I can apply for the H4 and H4 EAD along with him. Absolutely. That is the best thing. Uh, that yeah, is I the mean, best thing. Okay. And one more question, like, you know, whenever we go, we are, whenever we are going for the extension, can we do it in the, whenever we are doing it in the premium process for the extension? So my H4 mm -hmm. and H4 EAD will be also done in the premium processing? Absolutely, it will be done in premium processing, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, just one more question. Whenever I go for the, like, you know, H4 EAD, my H1 will be paused with the current employer, right? I, again, if I want to go with the, again, if I get some other job and go for the H1B, does mm -hmm. the H1B mm -hmm. will be active? Do you mean to say, do you need to go through the lottery system? No, no. Now the current employer is going to pause that. I mean, like they, they will. Ma'am, ma'am. So you will, so, so, so right now you will go on to H4. Mm -hmm. Let's say you are working with company A. 
And mm-hmm. one year down the H4 and DAD, one year down the line, you want to move to the H1B, to company mm-hmm. B. Can you file yes. a change of status from H4 to H1B without going to the lottery system? Yes, you can. You can move back to H1B. Let me ask okay. you a couple of questions. How many years of H1B have you used? Just a one year, uh, like 1.5 okay. years. In the next 90 years, at any point of time, you can use the rest of the four and a half years more. Okay, got it. Um, I would also yeah. suggest you one thing else, Madhaviti. I know that you may neglect it right now, but it will work if you listen to me carefully. Get mm-hmm. an I-140 approval though. Even though you are an H4 EAD, if you are working for a company, you can okay. get a, you can get a, uh, you can get a, you can get, a, you can get an I-140 approval. Why do you need the I-140 approval? The reason why you need the I-140 approval is that, uh, is that at a later date, your husband loses a job, you can mm-hmm. convert your husband into H-4 EAD. Okay, got it. So whenever I was on H-4 EAD, my H-1 will be, uh, I mean, like how the employer will apply for the H, I mean, like I-140 is the question now. <laughs> Yeah, while you're on H4 EAD, they can apply for the labor and I-140. You don't have to be an H1B to apply for that. Okay, okay. Got it, got it. Uh, so whenever Next, I, if I, my husband lost the job, they can they can take me onto the H1 and they'll start the Ah, uh, We can do premium processing and convert your husband into H4. EAD. Okay. Next okay, person, please. Think about it very seriously, okay? Next person, please. Nikita. Hi Rahul, I'm Nikita. Uh, I'm the S in B. I'm on my F1 first year OPT. I have applied for my extension in the first week of December 2023. So now the situation is I, I kind of made a mistake on my I-765. I mentioned the EIN uh, company's EIN number instead of my company's E-Verify number. So I got in touch with the USAIS agent and I was told that I can upload it in the uh, unsolicited evidence section. So I did this in mm-hmm. the very next week. Um, and um, I waited for a decision. So now after four weeks, my decision, a case decision says uh, it's delayed. Um, so now- It's denied? Is, it's delayed it, or it's, denied? It's delayed. I'm sorry. It's delayed. Um, so my first year EAD end date is, in, uh, is on Feb 5th, 2024. Um, and um, I, my, my case doesn't have an approval yet. Um, so my concerns and questions for you today regarding this is, would I still be able to work if my EAD, first year EAD expires? Um, and, um, yeah, you can work up to six months when the EAD expires. Okay. And my second question is, um, I have an upcoming out-of-country travel on Feb 18th, uh, and I will be back in March 1st week. So is this going to be a problem? Yeah, what if, what if because by the time your EAD gets expired you don't have a stem extension in your hand and what if it gets denied while you're in the while you're in the journey right so um, definitely so, uh, i don't want to take that i don't want to take that chance yes uh, should i apply for premium processing in this case yes ma'am please do okay. it i forgot about it. please do it and when is your yeah. opt expiring you said uh Fed, ma'am do it today you know why yes if by any chance denial comes in, you will get to you will get to file one more time. Okay. Okay. Right. Today. Do it. Convert it yes. today. Next person, please. Jay. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, uh, my name is uh, Pooja and uh, uh, I'm with Jay. So our question is, uh, my husband uh, is on H1. He traveled to India for stamping uh, and uh, our case was pending with a 221G. Uh, he spent almost close to four months, but we didn't get any, uh, any results. Um, I am also on H1B, so we decided to come back on H4. So he went for H4 interview and got H4 approval. So he traveled back in uh, country, US. But yeah. right now, he, uh, we recently, yesterday we got an email from US, uh, like uh, um, from uh, 221G that uh, uh, the case has been resolved. Uh, and ready uh, for uh, further uh, process. So they asked us to get passport and a 797 copy uh, and 221G copy. So uh, I would not do that, ma'am. Just apply for a change of status here in the United States and get the change of status here. Okay. But then this case will be pending for like next time when we will withdraw go back. It. Withdraw it. Withdraw it. I'm in USN okay. H4 and now I'm applying for change of status. I'm withdrawing my application. Okay. Okay. What uh, challenges uh, do you see uh, going uh, for stamp? No, 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 no challenges. Mm -hmm. No challenge. The only thing is that mm -hmm. it's like putting your head in the lion's mouth and see if it's going to bite it. <laughs> okay. Last time it bit and this time it's saying it's not going to bite. You will trust it. What if you go and they say, no, 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 no. We decided to change our mind. Okay. Why? Just okay. change the status here right now. Okay. But he has higher chances of approval. Definitely, he has higher chances of approval. It's up to you if you want to go. I would say that he has 95% chance of approval if he goes there. Yeah, because I am on H1B, but my H1B is going to max out. So I have to go out of country for H4. On, so in that ma case... Ma'am, ma'am, ma he can yes. file a H1B change of status right now. Mm -hmm. And he can file your H4 also right now along with it. You don't have to go outside the country. Uh, I mean to say my employer is asking me to work from India uh, on it. Uh, ah, like... I see the point. I see the point. Okay, yeah. but it still, it still doesn't warrant him to go outside the country. It doesn't warrant him to go outside the country. Uh, mm -hmm. Does your husband has an I-140 approval? Not yet, sir. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's up to him, ma'am. If you are inclined to go, go. That's fine. Next okay. person, please. Thank you. Nishant. Hi, Rahul. I just posted question. my question. Fiscally, H1B, I'm currently an F1 OBT. If my application is fixed up, then do I need to be in USA when employer uh, employer files the electronic registration? No, you don't have to be in the country when the employer files electronic registration. You need to be in the country at the time when you don't need to be in the country when they pick up the lottery, but you need to be in the country at the time when they file the change of status. I mean, uh, you mean like when they send the papers to USAS? That is exactly right. Which will be anywhere between, they will give a chance from April 1st to June 30th. June 30th yeah. So if you are going right, if you are going it right now or anytime and you're coming anytime, as long as they file the H-1B when you're in the country, you're good. Okay. So I can travel to India in April 1st after my lottery gets picked up and come back in May and file, you know, send the papers to USAS, right? That's right. Okay, no problem in travel and everything. No, sir. Nothing. Oh. Next person, please. Nina? Uh, hey, I have posted my question on the um, Google form. 
So I'm on my grace period for H1B. You're on H1B laid off in December grace period ending. I found a job and they said they will file H1B before February, but they want to have a decision before I join the company. What decision? Oh, okay. Uh, they're going to file in premium and they're saying like we want to wait for approval. Or but denial. When, when are they going to file it, ma'am? So they said like they'll file it before February 15th. But then they are going to get a decision after February fifteenth. Yeah. Uh, they are going. To, uh, uh, they are going to do after February fifteenth. Okay. Uh, they are going to do after February fifteenth. That's a big danger, though. Technically, okay. what I if you want to, you know, what you can do is. On February 11th or 12th, you file a B2 application. Let them file okay. the premium processing. If by any okay. chance something happens, you can move, you can switch to B2. You see my point? Okay. Yeah. So um, in, in that case, uh, H4 would be preferable or B2? Oh, H4 would be pre preferable. Okay. And um, okay, I have another question on a follow-up for that one. For example, um, I, that company A is like they they filed my visa and everything, and I found another job with company B. And uh, mm -hmm. if while that visa thing is in progress from company A, and company no, B, you already you already crossed February fifteenth. You already crossed sixty days. So if you want to go to a different company than this company, which is going to get you the H one B approval. You need to work for this company for a while before you go to the different company. Okay. 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 Next question, please. Grace. Hi, um, my name is Grace. I did post my question. Um, Here, the provisions for immigration whose applications have been messed up by making multiple mistakes. Attorney filed EB3 two years ago, received denials because of mistake. And now I no longer have employment offer, but I have an approved I-140. Where did you get the approved I-140? So um, he initially filed in 2022 um, under the wrong sister company. I notified him. He submitted a new I-140, um, and that was the one that was approved. The first one was denied, but when he submitted the I-140, he never submitted a green card application. He only submitted a supplement J-485. Um, the whole time he kept lying to me that he submitted a green card application, which he never did up until last year. I so you, you are them. not from India. So your priority dates are no. current. How did yes. he not file the 485 application? He, um, I don't know. Um, he just made so many mistakes, didn't want to own up to anything. And recently he just told me he's no longer representing me. I need to find a new lawyer. Um, so basically um, I had to, before he did that, I had to basically like force him to file a green card application last October after consulting other attorneys. And they told me he never filed a green card application for me. So he ended up submitting that without a supplement J. And now they, um, he told the um, employers to fire me. Um, so they told me that they no longer want to work with me. Now um, I got a letter from USCIS requesting RFE medical and a supplement J. So, but I do have a new employer, but they don't have um, a PWD. So it, can I, I think my question is, can I um, use that approved I-140 with this new um, um, job offer? It hasn't been one no, so no, me to no, um, respond no, it's by- been, It's been less- it's been less than 180 days since you filed the 482 application. Right. And they and the need problem a response. Is they, filed, 
they filed the 485 application without 485J supplement. They did. He did. And he, I don't know why he did that. I'm not an attorney, so I didn't know he needed to submit that. He just went ahead and submitted the green card application without the supplement J. And now he's just like, I don't want to work with you anymore. I mean, everything possibly that a person can do wrong thing is digit. Um, you can complain to the bar. That's one thing. Right. They can okay. take a disciplinary action and may get you some money. We don't know, but you should okay. complain about this guy to the bar. It's like I, I plan like to a, actually do him, but I need to first stable it because this has been two years. I school here in the U.S. I did my nursing degree, and it should have been a process that you know since 2022 that should have only taken like eight months at most. And he just kept lying um, to me. So what, what visa? What visa status you are in right now? I'm not even sure because I'm not. I'm. I'm basically kind of out of status because I haven't been in school since 21. Oh my goodness. Yeah, because my, my applications were submitted in 22 and I was waiting and he got a first denial on November 4th. He never told me about it up until last year, um, May. I got a denial. This time USAID sent me a denial for the supplement J he had submitted, but he never submitted a green card application for my um, <laughs> for my application. And he kept lying that he did up until I had to. Uh, yes. Right now, you can respond. Uh, I, it's... It, it, it's been less than six months since the time you filed the 485 applications, right? But when is yes. the deadline to respond to the uh, to the RFE? March 18. Is, by that time, is it more than six months? No, um, the six months will be April 2nd. So it's just like two oh, weeks apart. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really don't have much hopes for you because if you file a 485J with a new company, at least it should be after April 2nd, not before April 2nd. Second thing, uh, second thing is that the 485 should not have been filed without 485J supplement. Right, and I didn't know ah. that. I just told that I was informed by other attorneys that he never filed the green card application. He actually got upset that I went to talk to other attorneys and reluctantly um, submitted the application, but he didn't put a supplement J. He didn't submit a supplement J with that. And now he's just like, I'm done with this case. I cannot resolve it for you. You know, here is the problem for me that my consultation fees is $400. But my problem right. is I can't get you to a good solution for you because I can't, because if you respond to the RFP, your chances of success is less than 2%. The only thing that you can, I can suggest you is to find an employer, okay. file the labor and I-140, and do a counselor processing because you cannot file the 485. Why can't you file the 485? Because you have to be in status to file the 485, which you are out of the civil system from 2021. Mm -hmm. How did you file the 485? Did they not ask you about the legal status in the 485 application? In the um, RFP? I, when, they I asked you for... The, the, uh, when he submitted the 485 last October, he put that I was an F1 student. That's what I saw in the application. But you're not. But you're but not, not because right. because they can find it out before they give the green card. Though They will find out you are not in the civil system in 2021. So even Same if I were to do the victory of the entire thing, they will still deny the 485 application. The only thing I can suggest you is to find a company, file an I labor and you have to file a labor and I-140 again and do a council processing and you'll have to go to your home country to get the green card. Luckily, you will not be considered to be unlawfully present because you are an okay. F1 visa 
F1 visa people cannot be unlawfully present. They are out of status, but not unlawful presence. I wrote an article, what is an unlawful presence? What is an out of status? I'm going to give you a link. You can watch it. But that's the okay. only thing that I can suggest you because even if you pay $400, I don't have a solution. Right. Okay. I'll give you this okay. article, read it. And, uh, uh, and then just, you'll have to do, uh, you just have to uh, weigh in that the process is going to take three to five years for you to get a green card. Okay. And go to the bar and complain. That's all I can suggest you. Next person, please. Thank you. Hey, hi, Rahul. I've actually posted my question. Give me one second. Okay. okay. Uh, I can read it out. No, no, no. I have something else coming up. Okay. Uh, okay. Suthi, there is an AOS conference call that, uh, can you tell somebody to host it? AOS conference call, Suthi? Give me one second, guys. Three join, Rahul. Let me check with you. Yeah, Amog. Uh, oh, give me one second. Amog, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Rahul. Um, uh, my wife has worked at H4ED since 2020, but the current EA... Uh, EAD card and H4 visa stamping and passport expires until in October she got the H1B visa to now she holds a valid 797 which expires can she go to Canada via road for three days to some family trip and enter back into the United States with a H4 stamping and her passport or will she need the H1B stamping but she's going to come back into United States she mm -hmm. wants to be an H4 or H1B when she comes back H1B so when she comes back, though, she needs to show the H-1B to come back into the United States. And she doesn't need a H-1B stamping to go to Canada and come back. Uh, okay, so she can go to Canada and, and come back? She can go to Canada and come back on H-1B. So, so the uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Rahul, so I'm a little confused. So the, uh, on Passport, the stamp is for H-4, and then she holds like a valid I-797A. Right. She will go to Canada when she is coming back. She mm -hmm. tells the officer she wants to come back on H1B. She shows the H1B and then comes back into the country. Okay, so you and if, by H1, you mean like the I-797A? That is exactly what I meant. Oh, okay. So H4 stamp and I-797A uh, would, would work together to kind of come back. That's right. That's right. That oh, is awesome. Right. But make sure when she enters into the country, check the I-94, just in case if by mistakenly they have not given the H-4 stamping and the on the uh, H-4 on the mm -hmm. I-94, okay? If it is, contact a lawyer. There are ways to correct it. Okay. 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 Got it. Got it. Um, and then I have just one other question very quickly. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Oh yeah, so it's it's um, so basically, I have H-1B visa passport stamping and I-797A from my previous employer, which is expiring in 2025, and mm -hmm. I now have an I-797A from my current employer, which is expiring in 2026. Can I go to Canada for three days and come back with like a pass, like H-1B stamp from the older uh, from the previous employer, but I-797A from my current employer? Absolutely, you can, but make okay. sure you show them. Um, uh, make sure you show them mm -hmm. um, you show them the H, H1B approval of the company B. Make sure you tell them you will be working for company B. Make sure you watch the I-94 once you come into the country. I don't yeah. want you to watch the I-94 after six months or seven months. Okay? Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. And then Rahul, just very quickly going back to my wife's case, uh, do I need to, mm -hmm. do we need to tell this at the border that she'll be working on H-1B? 
Yes, she needs to. Okay. Otherwise, okay. they may just plant her at age four. Okay. 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 Got it. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at uh, uh, at three thirty p.m. Sorry, we couldn't attend uh, all the people. If anybody wants to, my colleague is going to give a link. You can schedule a time that's suitable to you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.